This is The Pet Show with America's favorite pet expert, Warren Eckstein. Warren's the author of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want, and he's here to answer all your pet and animal questions. Now, say hello to Warren Eckstein. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Pet Show. Is your German Shepherd acting a bit shy? Are your feral felines a little too fearful? Does your dachshund have you delirious? Well, if you love animals, care about wildlife and the environment, and want to really learn how to understand your dogs and cats almost as well as they understand you, if you're confused about your pet's behavior or just want to improve their lifestyle, you know what to do. Stay tuned because once again, right here, right now, it's time for the Pet Show. America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology, pet training, behavior, and of course, pet lifestyle show. So hop up on my couch, bring those furry little buddies with you folks, because it is that time once again to let the animal analyzing begin. Hello everybody, I'm Warren Eckstein. This is the Pet Show, the place where we absolutely positively never a doubt about it love, adore, and as I stress every single week, respect pets and animals as much as you do. By the way, if you'd like to join me on the Evergreen Pet Show family, if you really want to find out why your your dog is jumping, humping, digging, uh, your cat is scratching, not using a litter box, uh, you take your dog for a walk and it's like uh, the Armageddon out there, you bring a new cat into your household, the old cat hates him, you can't date because your dog hates your new boyfriend, that's you get the idea. That's what this show is all about. Helping you resolve any issues that you may be having with your dogs or cats, but at the same time, resolving any issues that your dogs and cats may be having with you. And if you happen to be new to the pet show, let me just let everyone know that because of my amazing sponsors, and I've been talking to you guys for 41 years, everybody, everybody that calls in today and does get to talk to me live on the air will be getting a fabulous, fabulous gift. Don't get excited. You know by now it's not for you. A great gift for their dog or cat. And as I said, if you're new to the show, many of the items I give away are worth 25, 35, 45, and even 50 bucks. We're not talking biscuits here, folks. So if you have a question about your pet or just want to answer my question of the day, which by the way, the question of the day is pretty simple. Do you believe in pet kissing? We'll talk about that later. But the phone number here at the pet show, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. And as I said, everyone that calls in and gets to talk to me live on the air will be getting one of these great gifts for their dog or cat. I got hugs and kisses to give away, Lucy Pet Food, T-shirts, my best-selling books, hemp seed oil. As I said, many of the items were 25 35 45 and 50 bucks. So great time to give me a call, even if you just want to answer my question. The phone number, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. Here is what I have planned for today's show, but by now you know there's no way I'm going to get through it all. So just a reminder that you should be following my YouTube channel because whatever I don't get to on the show right now is going to be up there as soon as I get off the air. And my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein, E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N. But here's some of the topics I would like to share with you guys today. You know, we often talk about dogs and why they lick. But what about cats? You know, cats have tongues too, guys. So what's the deal with cats? What does it mean when your cat licks you? I bet you don't even know. Also coming up, so you just gave your dog a bath. And you take him for a walk and he rolls in the grass, the dirt, anything else that smells horrible. 
So why do dogs really have a need to take a roll in the hay? It's not what you think. We'll find out coming up a little bit later. And by the way, there's many, many reasons why your dog rolls around in dirt and grass. Also coming up, how living with pets can help humans, that you and me, cope with anxiety. And who isn't a bit stressed out lately? And so many people, can. this really aggravates me, so many people consider cats sort of a low-maintenance pet. And they really aren't, if you're doing it the right way. We're going to talk about cats and low-maintenance coming up. As always, plenty of time to answer all of your questions and comments. Lots of great stuff to give away. So if your pet is chewing, jumping, confused about the litter box, maybe your dog's not housebroken, suffering with separation anxiety, maybe your cat's depressed, your dog's chasing anything, cat refuses to use the litter box, scratch your favorite chair, and your dog humps everything he sees or everything he thinks he sees, great time to give me a call. Uh, the phone number, 877-725-8255. And just a reminder, as I said, thanks to my amazing sponsors here on The Pet Show, uh, everyone that calls in uh, and gets to me live will get a great gift for their dog or their cat. And here's the question of the day. You know, my entire reputation is based on hugging and kissing. I've been hugging and kissing for well over 50 years. And some people think that's crazy. So here's my question for you guys today. And I'm going to share more with you later. Do you believe in pet kissing? Do you believe it's okay to kiss your dog or cat? Give me a call. Let me know. I'll send you a great gift. Whether you agree or disagree, 877-725-8255. Let me get right to the phone lines here. How about I start out today with my friend, Paul? Hey, Paul. Welcome to the show. Hi, Warren. Nice to talk to you again. And by the way, wait, by the way, Paul, thank you for being so patient on the other phone. I'm sorry I ran out of time, but I'm glad I got to talk to you here. Yeah, so... Um, I sent you an email and a picture of Simone, my seven-month-old Siamese kitten. She just got spayed 11 days ago. I bought a soft donut cone for her because I wasn't going to put one of those plastic ones on her. Good move. And two days after I put it on her, I came home one night, and she had gotten out of it. She wasn't having it anymore. So, but she never lit the area, and she's just about all healed up again. Well, consider yourself a very lucky guy, Paul. Yes, and I do believe in kissing her. I give her kisses. I shower her with kisses. She licks me. But one of the main ways she shows affection, she jumps on my shoulders all the time and just lays down on my shoulders. Every opportunity she gets to jump on my shoulders, she is up there. And Paul, I bet bet you would like to know what that means, right? Tell me. I'm going to tell you. That's my job, Paul. That's why you called me. I'm going to tell you. Here's the situation. Cats believe that the higher place they're at, the more in charge they can be. So, very often, if you have a multi-cat household, the most dominant cat's going to be the cat that hangs out in the highest location. So, Paul, what your cat is doing is going, nah, 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 I'm in charge of Paul. That's why they hang out on your shoulder. First of all, it gives them a, a cat's eye view of what's going around and also puts them in a position, a little bit of a position of some authority. That's why they do it. She is in charge. At 4 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> she brought me one of her balls to play fetch and woke me up. She plays fetch with me all the time. So, she Paul, let me, Paul, let me, Paul, 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 she got you up at 4 o'clock in the morning to play f- catch. 
Did you get up? Fetch. Fetch. But did you get up? Of course. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Who's in charge? She is. There you go. That's why she's sitting on your shoulder. Hey, Paul, I don't have a lot of time. Um, I, I'm trying to think of what I want to send you. I can send you a cat book or I can send you a T-shirt. You tell me. Um, I already have how to get your cat to do what you want. Okay. You can so send, send me a T-shirt. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you on hold, and the lovely Al will pick up, and a T-shirt that says, none of my friends walk upright will be on its way to you, and I really do appreciate that phone call. So, so that's the question of the day is pretty much, do you believe it's okay to kiss your pets? Give me a call. Let me know. I'll send you a great gift. The phone number here, 877-725-8255, A quick break, then back to Joanne, Mark, and Terry. We'll get to all your calls. We'll get to you, Terry, in Florida right after this. But right now, listen to me carefully because I'm going to talk to you about my own Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1. And if you love your dog and you love your cat, then they should be on the Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1. I spent months, years developing it. Listen. If you're tired, I mean really tired of your dog or cat shedding, if that constant scratching and lick, 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 lick is making you absolutely crazy, the only product you need for your dog or cat is my 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treat. It is so rich in antioxidants that Hugs and Kisses can actually rebuild the total health of your pet. I developed Hugs and Kisses for my own pets. And it's now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin. What does that mean? It'll help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. As a matter of fact, the chondroitin and glucosamine will keep your dog or cat's hips and joints so flexible they'll have great joints for their entire lives. I also added prebiotics and probiotics. What does that mean? Probiotics are great. We know that. But if you can make probiotics work better, wouldn't you? And that's what prebiotics do. They make the probiotics work better. They actually feed the probiotics, and they're in the new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses to improve your dog or cat's gut health and help their digestion. Hugs and Kisses really work to prevent shedding, dry skin, bare spots with just the right balance of antioxidant, vitamins, and minerals. That's why, and I'm so glad to tell you this, that's why my Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 Vitamin Mineral Supplement for Dogs and Cats is now an Amazon's choice. You can order the Hugs and Kisses Supplement at Amazon.com. It's also available at Walmart.com. If you prefer, you can go directly to my website, thepetshow.com don't forget the word the all one word thepetshow.com or if you prefer to speak to someone call my office here's my phone number 1-800-430 and the word hugs 1-800-430-HUGS that's 1-800-430-4847 order today get your hugs and kisses then watch your dog or cat improve from the inside out I'm Warren Eckstein this is The Pet Show and they called it puppy love Oh, I guess I'll never know. <laughs> a little disco duck here on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. The phone number 877-725-8255. Plenty of time for your calls. Uh, lots of great pet stuff to give away. Researchers found that people were more likely to help a stranger with a dog than one without a dog, suggesting that the presence of an animal conferred perceptions of trust. How true that is. 877-725-8255. Hey, Joanne, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi. Hi, how are you? 
I'm good. Um, What's up? So my question is, I have two um, larger dogs. One's a Rottweiler mix, and the other one is a, a Lab. And they tend to pull towards other dogs when I'm walking them. How can I train them to not lunge towards the other dogs? Well, first of all, they're two, first of all, two great dogs. Um, have you done any professional training by yourself or with somebody with the dogs? No. Okay, and here, let me tell you what happens. Once the dogs start to pull, you start to pull back, natural instinct. The more you pull back on the collar or the harness, the more the dog pulls forward. What you really need to do is teach the dogs what the word heel means. Now, hear me out on this. I don't believe that dogs have to walk at your left side all the time. I don't care if they walk, I don't want to pee on my foot anyway. I don't care if they walk to the left, if they walk to the right, provided they're not lunging and they're not pulling. So what happens is you can let your dogs leisurely walk and enjoy themselves. However, when they, uh, they see another dog or whatever they tend to lunge at, when you give them the term heel, then they come and walk quietly by your left side. That's one approach. The other approach is to never let the dogs pull you. Never let them get past the extension of the leash, which is another way. Have you considered trying a no-pull halter? Uh, what is that? Okay. It's, it's kind of like a, uh, it goes over the dog. It's a harness instead of a collar. It goes over the dog and under their, uh, their the front legs, okay? So when they pull, it puts a little pressure in that area. It doesn't hurt them. It puts a little pressure there. That's a humane way to stop. It's called the no-pull harness or a no-pull halter. So that's one of the best ways to stop it. So you might want to consider that. However, the real resolution to your problem until you get to the point is some good basic training. So what I'm, and one of the things I am I'm probably known for more than anything else, uh, having lived in New York most of my life, uh, is teaching dogs not to pull. Because let me tell you, when you have a dog and you're walking him down Fifth Avenue in New York City, there are many things he wants to pull to pizza delivery, uh, Chinese delivery, other dogs, horses, God knows what. So I'm going to send you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want, which will teach you exactly step-by-step step, how to get the dog stopped from pulling. However, in the interim, because they are two large dogs, I would definitely go online, start looking at some of what's called the no-pull no pull harnesses, and I think that might be a good way for you to get started, at least get it under control at this point until you can resolve the issue. And especially now, because you're walking with two dogs, not one dog, you're walking with two dogs and two large dogs, so having a way, and don't correct them, don't over say no, stop doing it, because by doing that, you're paying attention and dogs react to negative attention. So I want you, I'm going to send you the book, I want you to focus on the chapter that specifically talks about no pulling, how to heal, the proper way to walk a dog. But in the interim, I would go online, Joanne, and I would definitely check out uh, some of the no-pull harnesses. Does that help you out a bit? Okay, yeah, that's great. Don't go anywhere. We're gonna, well, my pleasure, Joanne. Give those pups a big hug and a kiss. We're going to put Joanne on hold, and we're going to send Joanne uh, a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. Uh, those no-pull harnesses, you know, I was kind of initially uh, not so pro them. I actually helped design some of the first ones that were out there. Um, but they are pretty amazing. Uh, they can prevent a, a dog from pulling. And if you have one of those dogs that's really a puller and it's hurting his neck or, or whatever, you might want to check one of those out. But that's not the resolution. That's kind of a cosmetic cure I just gave Joanne. The resolution is literally taking the time to teach the dog not to pull. And I said that earlier, and I want you to hear me out on this. When you take your dog for a walk, first of all, it's not your walk, it's your dog's walk. I've said that a million times. He's supposed to smell, he's supposed to enjoy, lift his leg, wherever he wants to go. However, 
Sometimes when you're walking your dog and he's distracted by another dog, a person, a bicycle, a car, a skateboard, a unicycle, whatever happens to, to freak your dog out, and they lunge towards that, your first reaction is to pull them back. And as I said, one of the ways uh, protection dogs are trained, and as you know, I spent many years in Europe doing that, is by holding them back when they want to go forward. And by holding them back, you actually increase the assertive behavior. So when you pull your dog back, in reality, what you're doing, you're not resolving the issue. You're actually creating more of an assertive issue on the dog's part. So that's why the no-pull harness may be really good for you because you're not pulling on the dog's neck, but actually teaching the dog to walk properly. Not always healing. I, I don't care if the dog's on the left side or not, quite honestly. Because my dogs, when I take them for a walk, I don't care where they walk, as long as they're not schlepping me down the block or, or charging after another dog. And it took me some time with my two rescue dogs to do that. You know, they, they're little, but they're two rescue dogs, and they would pull and schlep. It took me a while, but now they know when we go for a walk and they see another dog, they just continue walking. I just say it's none of your concern. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. Lots of great stuff to give away. If you're new to the show, many of the items I give away are $25, $35, $45, $50. Bucks. They're not biscuits. Everyone that calls and gets to talk to me live will get one of these fabulous gifts for their dog or cat. Again, the number, 877 877- 725-8255 even if you just want to answer my question do you believe it's okay to kiss your dogs and cats give me a call let me know i'm warren Eckstein. this is the pet show four monkeys were playing on the bed one fell off and bumped his head mommy called the doctor and the doctor said no more monkeys jumping on the bed 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 that is what the Doctor said, well, three monkeys were playing on the bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Mommy called the doctor and the doctor said, no more monkeys. Cause I never felt so free. It was just my dog. Ah, that's all I need, just my dog or cat and me. Hey, we are back on the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, the phone number. We're going to get to, uh, we're going to go to Mark. We got Mark in uh, in California, Terry in Florida, Carol in Delaware, Mary in Prescott, and Vic in Missouri. Before we get back to the phones, though, this is kind of interesting for my horse people out there. According to the National Equine Resource Network, horses can hear a human heartbeat from four feet away. When in a herd, they can actually synchronize their heartbeats and if one horse's heartbeat goes up they know there's a danger this is why it's commonly said that horses can sense your fear let me get right back to the phone lines here we are going to my friend mark hey mark welcome to the show yeah hi yeah i spoke to you before um yeah i have a uh tiger cat and uh, i had a couple questions um first he he got a uh, infection from my roommate's cat is the sneezing, maybe a, some kind of virus sneezing mostly. And then he, it kind of, um, obstructed his nose. So of course then he, they, because they see with their nose, so they stop eating. And then, so I, I'm a vet tech and a pharmacy tech. So I kind of, I knew how to take care of him and, and he got a secondary infection in his nose. So I gave him some antibiotics and he got over it. He He's fine. But now he's starting to sneeze again, and I was wondering, is that normal after that, once in a while, to get this little get into this little phase where he keeps sneezing? Um, because I had a black cat a uh, long time ago. They, he, she never got a cold, never sneezed, but my little tiger cat sneezing all the time. 
Well, you know, it's, it's Mark, as a vet tech, you would know this, that cats can catch colds and they get a runny nose, uh, hard trouble breathing, coughing, sneezing, fever, dehydration, watery eyes, loss of appetite. I can go through a whole list of what they do. But in your situation, it's a little bit different, okay? As a vet tech, you know, you're, you obviously you have a, a foot in front of most people out there. Um, but it's not uncommon for them to clear up and for it to come back again. Um, so that would be the only thing that I can think of. And I'm sure if it gets any worse, is she running a fever or anything? No, no, he, he eats, eats a lot. He, he acts fine. I was thinking maybe it could even be an allergy. I don't know. Well, it could be an allergy. You know, the vet can tell you that, but they just, you know, testing for allergies is more difficult because they got to get the blood from a jugular vein. So it's pretty difficult when they test for allergies on cats. However, I think at this point, I would just watch the behavior, make sure she's eating, make sure she's using the litter box, check the temperature on a regular basis. You absolutely hit the nail on the head. The nose is the, uh, uh, the eyes for cats. So if the nose is clogged up, I worked with a cat not that long ago whose nose was clogged up. It got off his food. The vet cleared the nose. The cat started eating again. But I think you're pretty much doing everything on target. Just watch any behavior off the food off drinking watch your poop make sure it looks good and i think you're absolutely fine mark hey um i was wondering also is there is there like a cheap dna test i can do because the cat i got i i found him in california and um he he he's mixed with something because he's not a regular tiger cat he has the little black hair on the ear tips he's on and he's kind of wild behavior and he looks He's bigger. His head's very wide, and he's you know, it's it's interesting. I don't know if it's inexpensive. I know there are, are places out there testing DNA for dogs, and I'm sure they test for cats as well. But I'm not sure of an inexpensive place. You're going to have to do a lot of research on that, Mark, because I don't know of any place that's inexpensive. Because quite honestly, I never do DNA tests because I could care what they, you know, my blended breeds are wild, and I don't even want to know what they. Who cares what they are? I love them the way they are. I am sure you do too. But anyway, I would check that out. In the meantime, Mark, let me do this. Uh, let me uh, let me put you on hold. And let me send you some uh, some of the uh, the Lucy Pets uh, kitty lickies. And I'll tell you why I'm sending that. In the future, I mean, when the nose gets clogged up, the cats love these kitty lickies kind of as a treat so much. If you have a cat that's off his food a little bit, you just put some over or you can give it to him as a treat. So some Lucy Pets kitty lickies on its way to you. And I do appreciate that phone call. 877-725-8255. The question of the day is, come on now, am I nuts? Am I the only one? Do you believe it's okay to kiss your dogs and cats? Some people say I'm eccentric. Imagine that. I believe it's okay. But what about you? My entire life is based on hugs and kisses, hugs and kisses and hugs and kisses. What about you? Give me a call. Let me know. The phone number, 877-725-8255. You know, I came. I'm going to get to you, Terry. I'll get to you, Carol. I'll get to you, uh, Mary and Prescott. I'll get to you, Vic. So be patient with me. got plenty of time, and you guys are already up there, so you know I will get to you. But I came across a list of some famous animal quotes. So throughout the show today, I'm going to share some with you. This one is from Jerry Seinfeld. He says, dogs are the leaders of the planet. If you see two life forms, one of them making a poop, the other one carrying it for him, who would you assume is in charge? Thank you, Jerry. That is so true. 877-725-8255. The phone number, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Uh, let's see where we're going to go next here. We are going to go to Terry in Florida. Hey, Terry, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, um, it's I my have pleasure. A question about my old I have a question about my older cat. Yeah. I've had him about eight years. He was a rescue cat, and um, he has a problem now that he's a little older. Every time the sun goes down at night, he starts howling, and he will not quit. Uh, he just keeps on going. He has a problem of separation anxiety with me. 
he every time that starts happening, he wants doesn't want me to leave him, and I just don't know what to do with him. What, well, there's a couple of there's a couple of things. First of all, as our cats get older, the things that they hear don't sound the same. You know, you've had this cat for how long? I've had him about eight years. I he came to my house as a he walked into my property as a, a rescue. He, when did this walked. howling? When did this howling start? It started about about a year ago. Okay, my, my gut reaction my gut reaction is two things. Number one, there's something taking place in your neighborhood around that time when he starts howling that he associates with something that happened in the past. That's number one. But more than likely, we don't know exactly how old he is. I would put my reputation on the fact that he might be losing a little bit of his hearing. And as they lose a little bit of their hearing, they don't hear themselves howl the same way. So the howling becomes louder and louder where now it's really bothersome to you. I understand that. So one of the best best things that you can do is make sure prior to going to sleep, you give the cat an extra meal, not more food, just break one of his feedings, an extra meal before you go to sleep. That's important. And also, sometimes cats have an incredible ability, have this sixth sense. And very often when they howl, they're seeing something that we, not, we may not be seeing or hearing. So there could be a, a mouse running around in your house. It could be a, a possum outside that we don't hear. So two things is number one is you want to make sure that the hearing's okay. Give them a little extra feeding before you go to sleep. And I think that's going to make a big difference for you. In the meantime, Terry, don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want. But I want you to understand, when you have a cat that starts howling, especially an older cat, or a dog that starts barking excessively when they get older, generally it's indicative of a dog or cat that may be losing some of its hearing. I think about my grandfather. When he started losing his hearing, he started talking louder and louder. No, he didn't, he didn't howl at night. But he started talking louder and louder and louder. So that's something you need to take into consideration and we don't want to get angry at it what we want to do is be compassionate and understand it and try to resolve it in a humane way by either more exercise in some cases medication and a little extra feeding because when a full belly they go to sleep a lot faster hey the phone number here 877-725-8255 uh, carol in delaware mary and prescott vic don't go anywhere we'll get to all your calls lots of great stuff to give away come on i'm waiting for someone to tell me whether or not they believe it's okay to kiss your pets like i do 877 877- 725-8255. You know, for several years now, you heard me talk about Lucy Pet Food. And you heard me explain to you that Lucy Pet Food is actually the food I decided to feed my own rescues, Molly and Willie, as soon as I took them out of a high-kill shelter. And you've seen photos. I post photos all the time, how amazing they look, how amazing they feel, just how amazing they are. But I hear this every day from listeners. In fact, Lucy Pet right now is being used by police departments all over the country. It's being used by humane societies, rescue shelters all over America and Canada. And every single day I hear from people saying, what a difference. Not only do we see, but in, in terms of the way our pets look, but in terms of their behavior, because they, they feel better about themselves, especially with that prebiotic and probiotic formula. But I don't want you to listen to me alone. I can tell you about my pets, but I want you to hear from a listener what they had to say about theirs. Someone gave me a bag of that Lucy dog food, and my, and my dog loved it. I mean, right away, you know, and I noticed that uh, the ingredients, everything. And then I, I saw all the nutritional value about the healing, the gut, everything, you know. And I said, man, I got to get this dog food. 
And you said exactly the right thing. I hear this all the time. Once people make the switch from their regular dog food to Lucy pet food, they start noticing a major difference in the way the dog looks, the way the dog feels. They just look and feel better. That's why Lucy pet food is the feed I food I feed my own pets. And as I said, I hear from listeners every day from all across the U.S. and Canada saying, Warren, we heard about Lucy pet food on your show. And now that we're giving it to our dogs and cats, what an incredible difference we have seen. By the way, if you want to be one of those listeners, Lucy pet food is available at amazon.com it's also available at chewy.com or you can go directly to their website lucypetfood.com so check out lucy pet food at amazon.com chewy.com or lucypetfood.com today you're going to be happy and your dogs and cats will be a whole lot healthier i'm warren Eckstein. this is the pet show Or would you rather be a fish? And we are back on the pet show. Great time to give me a call. I still got lots of time for your calls. Plenty of stuff to give away. Got a question or a comment? I want to ask answer my question about kissing pets. 877-725-8255. The number. 877-725-8255. Still got lots of great stuff to give away. So if you got a question or a comment about your dog or cat, great time to call me. Or if you just want to discuss my problem, which is I kiss too many animals. But right now, let's go to my friend Joe, who has a question about that. Hey, Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, Warren, how's it going? So, I cannot be I better, have, Joe. I have a little deerhead chihuahua, um, and she started having a dark stool, right? So, uh, yeah. you know, and then diarrhea, a little blood in the diarrhea. Then it turned to a black tar stool. So I brought yeah. the dog to my local vet, and uh, they checked her out, and they got her on some anti-diarrhea medicine and stuff like that. And then she started uh, a few days later vomiting blood. This all started at the beginning of the month. Long story short, we got it taken care of. We found out it was ITP, right? Okay. Something that I've never heard of. So I'm out there Googling like a madman, and you find out that ITP can be, be bacteria, it could be virus, it could be coronavirus, it could be cancer or whatever. So um, uh, her, um, her pack cell count was way down. It was down to like 20% when I got her to uh, Springfield. They stabilized her, did a blood transfusion. Then I took her over to Manchester to uh, a veterinarian specialty service. They did another blood transfusion, got her all fixed or whatever. And uh, they have on an autoimmune suppress, uh, suppression um, drug along with prednisone, some stuff. So she's good now. So for kissing dogs, my response would be, it all depends. If they're healthy, kiss away, you know. But if, if they have... Um, if their um, autoimmune uh, system is down, uh, depending upon your personal health or whatever, then, yeah, you might want to watch it. Well, let me ask you a question. In other words, and, and you know, you're absolutely right. In other words, if your dog uh, or a cat is going to get sick from you kissing because they're immune compromised, uh, then, of course, you don't kiss them. Give them those, uh, you know, those, those air kisses like they do here where I live in Hollywood. And they throw right, it across right. the room. It's interesting, though, because are you sure your dog isn't just suffering from, like, a, a canine infectious uh, a kennel cough? No, no, um, no, she spent, um, uh, I took her over to, um, uh, you know, a, a doggy hospital and okay. which, uh, I mean, it was, I've never even heard of these things. Literally, I checked her in on Monday. Um, they, they have a, a, um, a lab, um, and they did all the blood work. They did sonograms. They did everything on her. And, um, and, uh, what is it? Last weekend, Friday through, uh, last Friday through Monday, she was in Springfield at a, at a hospital there. And they did blood work and all you know. They but you blood. know, well, in the future, I just want my listeners to know. In the, and I got to move on. In the future, you know, there is a vaccine for that. There is a shot for that. For for 
<clears throat> what I, uh, ITP? Well, for for kennel, for for that type of what's upper respiratory anyway. So you might want to talk to your vet about that in the future, Joe. I got to move on, but I'm going to send you. I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm going to send you for your dog to keep him healthy a jar of my own hugs and kisses supplements. But Joe was right on right on the market. If you have an immune suppressed disease, uh, like I do, I take my chances. You shouldn't be kissing uh, your dog on the lips anyway, and vice versa. If your dog has an immune suppressed uh, thing, you want to be careful as well. Good call, by the way, Joe in uh, in uh, in Missouri. 877-725-8255. A quick break. Then we got Mary, Vic. Uh, we got Carol. We'll get to all your calls right after this. But now I want you to help me out here because imagine being able to help so many animals with your donations. Listen to me carefully. How can you leave this world a better place? That's what I always wonder. For over 40 years, Delta Rescue, you hear me talk about them every week, Delta Rescue would have never been able to do the incredibly amazing work they do without you, my listeners, and your everyday support. My friend Leo Grillo, who I consider amazing when it comes to rescuing animals, and by the way, the founder of Delta asked to please put some of your work into helping their over 1,500, 1,500 rescue dogs, cats, and horses. That's why Denise, my wife, and myself have decided to personally make a bequest for Delta's rescued animals in my own estate plans. And here's why. A bequest to Delta Rescue will make your legacy work for the animals, not tomorrow, but right now, and that's when they need it. It'll also avoid fundraising costs and provide tax benefits for you right now. Like any good guardian, Leo needs to make sure that every single one of the animals, all 1,500 he rescued from the deserts, the streets, the forests, the woods, all across America, never ever have to worry again, and they don't. Delta Rescue is a top-ranked charity by CharityWatch.com, and a day doesn't go by where your donation dollars are not hard at work. But even if you're not ready to make long-range plans, every single donation, big, small, medium, is a chance to keep more than 1,500 cats, dogs, and horses happy, safe, and I say it every week, love, love for the first time in their entire lives. I urge you to visit DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. See the individual dogs and cats and how they were rescued. These throwaway pets were saved by Delta. Give them a call. Write this number down. 661-269-4010. 661-269-4010. Ask for details on how to include Delta rescued animals in your estate planning just like I did. So log on to DeltaRescue.org today or call them at 661-269-4010. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Oh, it is all right. We are back on the pet show. I'm not going to have time to take another call. A quick break, then we'll get back to Mary and Prescott, Vic in Lake Ozark, Missouri, Carol in Delaware. Hang in there, grab a cup of coffee, give your dog a hug and a kiss, give him a treat. We'll get to your calls and I'll send you a great gift, I promise. The phone number 877-725-8255. The question is, do you believe it's okay to kiss your pets? Give me a call, let me know. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Show.
wondering if you love dogs and cats and animals in general and if you want to find out why your dogs and cats behave the way they do, why they're jumping, humping, digging, scratching, not using the litter box, hate your new boyfriend, you brought in a new cat, your cat turned into Cujo on that cat, you get the idea. This show's all about helping you resolve any behavior issues you may be having with your pet or vice versa, or any behavior issues your pet may be having with you. Just a reminder, if you happen to be a new listener to the show or a regular listener, everyone that calls into the show and gets to talk to me live on the air today, uh, we'll be getting a fabulous gift for their dog or cat. Again, if you're new, uh, it's not biscuits I give away. Many of the items I give away, thanks to my sponsors, are worth $25, $35, $45, and even more. So it's a great time to give me a call. I will answer your question, or you can just give me a, uh, if you just adopted a dog recently or a cat and you got a question or you just want to answer my question about is it okay to kiss your dogs or cats, give me a call, let me know, and I will send you a great gift. The phone number here at the Pet Show. 877-725-8255. And the question of the day is, do you believe in pet kissing? Is it okay? Uh, I'm going to try to get to some of these uh, topics as well. Is uh, Why does your dog, as soon as you take your dog out after a bath, he rolls around in the most disgusting stuff. Why do they do that? There's a reason. And also, we often talk about dogs licking. My dog licks me. My dog licks me. My dog licks me. What about cats? Cats have tongues. Why do cats lick? We'll talk about that. But if for some reason I don't have time and the phone calls are are driving me crazy like they always do, you should go to my relatively new YouTube channel. Any item I don't get to on the show will be posted there right after the show here. It's YouTube.com slash Warren Eckstein, E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N, YouTube.com. Lots of great videos there as well, so check it out. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. Let me start out with a phone call from Mary, calling from beautiful, beautiful Prescott, Arizona. Hey, Mary, welcome to the Pet Show. Hey, Warren, thanks for taking my call. How can I help you today? Oh, I have a... Um, we picked up our current girl, uh, a rescue from an organization about a year and a half ago. They told us she was a year old or so, uh, owner surrender, uh, an older dog in the house was aggressive towards her. And so they gave up the younger, newer dog. Anyway, so we picked her up and we brought her home. She was pretty shy and nervous at first, but she's getting better. But here's the thing. When I walk her, she likes to sniff everything. But she will not pee or poop on the walks. But when she gets home, we're good to go. So that, that was weird, but okay. But here's it. When we go on road trips, and most recently we've been gone for a little over 48 hours, she finally peed, which, thank God, but never pooped over the 48-plus hours. And... Should I be worried? I don't want her to get impacted. Well, no, where she where, refuses to poop unless she's at home. So we can resolve that. But where did you get the dog again, Mary? I'm sorry, I don't remember. You got the dog from a shelter? It was a rescue dog? Uh, no, it was a rescue organization down in Scottsdale. Okay, and do you have any idea where they got the dog from? Well, they told me that it was a owner surrender, and it was because the older dog in that house became aggressive on this little dog and so they felt they had to give up one of their dogs okay so here's 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 this here's the scenario one of the things that dogs really understand is when they poop it leaves a sign of where they are if the older dog was really aggressive or another dog was aggressive with them 
This is very common where the dog will only poop in one area. So here's the scenario. What I'd like you to do, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but please, please hear me out on this. I want okay. you to take some of the dog's poop from the backyard. I want you to take some of the dog where he pees or she pees from the backyard, put it in a plastic bag. About 10 or 15 minutes before you take the dog for a walk, take those items, put them around the area where you're going to walk her so that her scent is already there. The fact that her scent is not there, she's fearful of other dogs coming after her, having dealt with the aggression of the dog she lived with in the past. However, once she smells her poop and her urine in a different location, it's not going to happen overnight, you may have to do it a few times, she'll start getting more comfortable with, I guess it's okay here, nothing bad is happening. I'm assuming that bad things happened in the past when she was pooping, whether the, the, the humans yelled at her or the other dog went after her. So if you ta and I've had many dogs like this where I've actually had to take their poop and their urine. What you can do with the poop is you can take it to a different area and just put it under maybe a, an eighth of an inch or a half inch of dirt, same thing with the urine maybe a few feet away or, or, or a little bit longer than that away but if you're consistent and you don't give her the opportunity to go before that you know watch her for like 10 hours or whatever you know she has to go take it to that area once she goes there once or twice i promise you mary your problem will be over and done with well that's great because it's a little concerning you know 48 hours and nothing uh, there, there have been dogs that have been so abused when they had accidents, and I, I don't recommend this, nor do I endorse, but let me just give you a story. There was one situation where there was a dog that was so abused by their guardians, uh, or, or, and, and they beat the dog whenever he had an accident. The dog became so petrified uh, of defecating. Uh, and when I rescued that dog, the dog refused to go, and I did pretty much what I'm recommending to you, but this dog was so abused it wouldn't do it, that ultimately what I had to do was use an infant glycerol suppository to get the dog, I'm not recommending this or, or endorsing it, to get the dog to go. Once I did that, uh, the dog was able to go. But in your situation, by just bringing the poop over to there, area, maybe take the poop and spread it around a little bit. You might want to tell your neighbors that they're picking it up and there's Mary and Prescott <laughs> putting it down. But it, uh, let them know what you're trying to do. And once or twice, once the dog goes out there once or twice, your problem's over and done with, Mary. How's that sound? That sounds great. I'm happy to have a path forward. So let me ask you a question. What's your dog's name? Honey. Honey, I love that name. Do you think, is it okay to kiss a dog? I am not a kisser. Fortunately for Honey, my husband is a kisser, so she gets, <laughs> uh, she gets it going. And, and, and you, don't, you just you don't feel comfortable kissing dogs? What a great question that is. Hey, Mary in Prescott, Arizona, you don't feel comfortable kissing dogs, do you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mary, listen, I'm sure that you've had the dog for how long now? Uh, a year and a half. Okay. And that's the only problem you're having with her? It is. It, it was concerning at first because she was very nervous, especially yeah. around my husband, and he really worked to get her comfortable. But she's well, still kind of skittish with other dogs and with strange people. Well, you know what? You she give, had a hard first year. I'm sure. She did. You give him a good hug and a kiss. What I'm going to do is let's put Mary on hold, Al. I'm going to send Mary a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want. And, and, you know, there's lots of things in there. How to teach your dog to do this, how to prevent your dog from peeing or pooping in the house, what to do, blah, blah, blah. But it's, 
a best-selling book for many, many years. But the reason I'm sending it to you, Mary, is because it'll give you the opportunity in the book. There's whole chapters on uh, building a dog's self-esteem. I know that sounds eccentric to people, but they live with humans for since we've been walking upright, so they have the same problems we have. Building the dog's self-esteem, the self-image, giving them more confidence, all in the book, and that's on its way to you, and I appreciate that call. Uh, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. By the way, for people saying, where can we get the book? Uh, the book is available at Amazon.com, or you can get it directly at my website, thepetshow.com, thepetshow.com. A quick break. When we come back, we got Vic in Missouri, Jack in Maui, Richard in, in, uh, in Arkansas, and Jackie in Delaware. Um, listen up. If you have a cat, cat, you know they're in charge. You know they're in charge. Let's face it. When it comes to running the household, it's your felines to do it. Cats call the shots on when to sleep. They call the shots on when to socialize and even when to eat. Cats know exactly what they really want. Let me tell you what they really want is kitty lickies. And here's why. Kitty lickies are made by Lucy Pet. They're a scrumptious, lickable, moose cat treat and food topper. That's right. Your cats will enjoy kitty lickies either directly from the pouch or you can squeeze it over dry food for an extra treat. And it absolutely works amazingly well for those finicky felines that don't want to eat. Kitty Licky's Lickable Moose Cat Treats come in three feline favorite recipes. There's chicken and duck, sardine and tuna, or salmon and chicken. And by the way, each two-ounce packet contains four individual pouches for your cats to enjoy. Kitty Licky's from Lucy Pet are made with no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. In fact, your cat won't stop licking this delicious moose treat. So, if you want to treat your cat while making smart choices about their health, Kitty Licky's Lickable Moose Cat Treat is a great choice. Plus, as I said, for those finicky cats, Kitty Licky's Doubles is a great food topper. And like all Lucy Pet products, Kitty Licky's is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. So, here's what I'd like you to do. Log on to their website, lucypetfood.com. That's lucypetfood.com. Check out Kitty Lickies. I hear every day from people saying, Warren, our cats go crazy for Kitty Lickies. So check out Kitty Lickies at lucypetfood.com. That's lucypetfood.com. I'm Warren next time. This is The Pet Show. Smelly cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding And we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. That phone number, 877-725-8255. Okay, I want you to listen to me. Here's why. If you have a pet, you know how comforting a purring nudge or a lick on the face can be after a bad day. While it's no secret that our furry friends make great companions, are they also the key to maintaining healthy cognitive function as we age? According to a brand new study conducted by the researchers at the University of Michigan, having an animal in your life for more than five years can actually slow down mental decline in older adults. I'm going to have my good mental health for 100,000 years. 877-725-8255. Hey, Vic, Lake Ozark. Welcome to the Pet Show. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call, Warren. We talked about three years ago, but I got a new issue. I'm ready. Okay, let me let me give you backstory as quick as I can. I've got a great tiger female fixed I've had for six years. I've got a Siamese male who's fixed I've had for four years. Uh, I've got uh, uh, 
Chihuahua Pekingese mix, who's not fixed. She's adorable, and <laughs> we've had her for nine years. But I just recently rescued a, I don't know what she is. She's blind in one eye, and she's kind of a little sugar-coated thing. She lives downstairs and uses the box. But the other two cats and the dog sleep with us in the bed, but the female tiger has taken to peeing in the bed recently since I, I think it's basically since I brought this rescue cat in. And yeah, absolutely. They will occasionally go furball because the little sugar baby comes upstairs to lick. I mean, I feed her and water her, but she comes up and tries to use their water bowl and their crunchy food. And if uh, Remy, which is the great tiger comes across with scar, the sugar baby, they will furball it, and Remy will not leave the bedroom, even though she knows there's a box upstairs, but she will pee in the bed. Okay, but in other words, generally generally they're getting along okay? No. The gray tiger, Remy, and the, the sugar baby, Scar, they do not get along. Okay, so Remy, Re, follow me, Remy is the one that's peeing on your bed? Yes, sir. Okay, so here's what we need to do. First of all, what Remy thinks is, that she's been in that bed for how many years? Now, it doesn't make any difference. Whatever number of years, all of a sudden, this other cat comes into the house, and because she's so comfortable, and the bed you sleep in with them has the strongest scent of the other pets as well as you, she is peeing there as a way of marking the territory. They always want to pee where the guardian's strongest scent is. That's your case. Two things you need to do. Let's get these two cats to get along with each other. Number one, have you done any sense swapping whatsoever? No, and she doesn't go on. She doesn't go on, on Mama's side of the bed. She doesn't pee on Mama's side of the bed. On, only on my side. Doesn't make any difference which side. She's a good aim. That's all I can say, Vic. But here's what you need to do. I want you to get the scent of Remy. I want you to get the scent of the newer cat. I want you, when they're outside of the bedroom, I want you to let the uh, Remy smell the scent of the other cat only when you're around. And I want the other cat to have access to the smell of Remy all the time. But Remy only gets to smell the other cat when you're around. I don't want to feel like she's being challenged at this point. That's number one. Number two, if you want a dry bed, Follow that advice for a bit, but at the same time, what I'd like you to do is make sure you get the scent off of your bed, get a good stain and odor remover. I want you to spend more time with Remy on the bed with the other animals, but I want you to take some of Remy's dry food, and I want you to place that dry food after you've cleaned it up in the area where she peed. If she picks another spot on the bed, let's say she goes to your wife's spot, I want you to do the same thing. Take another paper plate with just a few bits of kibble and put it there. Once Remy sees her food on the bed, chances are she's not going to pee there anymore. But the main objective right now is to really get the two of them to get along. That's where the sense swapping really, really comes into play. Now, you say you spoke to me three years Years ago, did I? Approximately. Okay, and did I send you a copy of the cat book back then or not? I do not recall. No, sir. I okay. Do not. Well, I will send you a copy, and here's why. I want you to. This is a very common problem. I want you to focus on the chapter on first. 
pet psychology, even though you have many, on first pet psychology. Focus on that for two or three weeks. Follow the advice I just gave you, Vic. Give me a call back. We'll go further if we have to, but that may resolve the objective. But it's going to give me a lot of information. Once you've done that for a few weeks, it'll tell me an awful lot of which way I have to go. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold. Al will pick up. We're going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want. Or before that, because it may take a while for the book to get there, go to my website, thepetshow.com, all one word, thepetshow.com. There's hundreds of articles up there, including First Pet Psychology, and they're all free. 877-725-8255, the phone number. 877-725-8255. That is the way to uh, to get through to the uh, the show. Hey, speaking about cats... You know, if you want to prevent your sofa from becoming the scratch pole, you'll probably want to provide your cat with many, many different scratching posts. But a lot of people don't understand the concept of what the cat really wants. If you want to help prevent your cat from scratching other things in the house, here's the type of scratching post you need. Make sure that whatever scratching posts you have are long enough, long enough to allow a full body stretch and placed at central positions in your home. Again, make sure the scratching posts are long enough to allow a full body stretch and placed at central positions in your home. That can make all the difference in the world because if the cat really doesn't get the stretch and put their scent and mark it, you might have problems elsewhere. So make sure you have a big enough scratching post. Hey, plenty of time for your calls. We got uh, Jack in Maui, Richard in Arkansas. Jackie, uh, we'll get to all your calls right after this. The phone number 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is the pet show. All he asks from me is the food to give him strength. All he ever needs is love, and that he knows he'll get. So I love my dog as much as I love you. But you make a thing, my dog will always come through. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. And we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. The phone number 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. You know, one of the reasons your cats may be licking you. Just one of the reasons is that you taste good. And I mean that seriously. Let me get right back to the phones. I'll talk more about that in a bit. Let's go to my friend Jack. Jack in Maui. Hey, Jack in Maui. Welcome to the show. Hey, aloha from Maui, Warren. Back at you. Aloha, Jack. How can I help you today? Uh, I have a 10-year-old Staffy, and I know you're a Staffy fan. I love and them. The she... greatest dogs in the world. My, my dog, Tig, was amazing. <laughs> well, I've got a good one as well. But uh, she's 10 years old, and she's developed, uh, a, I believe it's called a lipoma, and it's about the size of a tennis ball on her right shoulder. And uh, I took her to a vet. It's not cancerous. And I've heard, you know, that the surgery, as you know, is obviously pretty costly. But also the main thing is that people say, oh, it'll come back and it'll spread. And she's in no pain. And I don't know whether to leave her alone at 10 years old or... That's why I'm asking your... Uh, it's, kind of an, it's, it's kind of an interesting question, a little bit out of my lane, but it's a definitely an interesting question. Now, the vet tells you that the growth on the shoulder is benign, correct? It's not cancerous, it's benign. He did a biopsy correct. on it? He did a biopsy? Yes. 
Okay, so yes. we know for sure that's what he did. What was his advice? Uh, he's a pretty laid-back kind of vet, and which I appreciated. And he said, you know, it's pretty much your call. If she's not in pain and her age, and uh, it's just really your call. It's not... Well, let me, as far as let me give you my call, Jack. I'm going to answer this question. Is What's your dog's name, Jack? Lily. Lily. I'm going to answer, my, uh, answer your question like if, if Lily lived with me, okay? Okay. And I've had many situations where the dogs have had growths like this, and I had to make very similar choices. If it were malignant, obviously, the decision would be made. If the dog were in pain, obviously, the decision would be made. If the dog were three, four years old, or even five or six, maybe the decision would be made. But I tend to agree with your vet at this point. The dog is nine years old, you said, or ten? Ten. Ten. The dog's ten years old. She's obviously eating, pooping, playing, and having a good time. There's no pain involved at this point, I'm assuming, from what you're telling me. What I would be doing at this point is leaving well enough alone. If you notice it's starting to grow a little bit more, if you notice that she's reacting to it, she's excessively licking it, or, or, or it, it just doesn't seem right, then another trip to the vet may be warranted. But I tend to agree with your vet at this point. At 10 years old, with a staff like yours, I don't think I would do anything unless there was some type of medical reason that it had to be done. So I would stick with it. If it were malignant, obviously it'd be a different ballgame, but the fact that it's benign, I, I, I stick with your vet. It's your choice. I think the uh, the dog doesn't seem like she's in any pain. She's doing everything she normally would do. She even sleeps on that side. On the yeah, you know, she doesn't. Uh, I I would I would you know lick it. She runs around. Nothing. I would it's leave well enough gross, alone because obviously, but you know. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? So what? Surgery. You know, surgery is surgery is surgery. There's no such thing as minor surgery, especially when you are having it or someone you love is having it. Uh, so in your case, if there's no specific reason and the vet says it's not going to make a major change, in other words, if the surgery were going to make a change and the dog was going to be more flexible and, and feel better, and what, that would be a different ballgame. But the fact that the dog's personality, the behavior, uh, the, the sleeping, the eating, the pooping, the pee hasn't changed at all, Jack, my opinion is leave well enough alone. I love your call, Warren. It makes sense to me. And one final thing, yes, I do kiss my dog on the face, and as you suggested, kiss him between the ear, I mean the eyes. And the you know, someone, some, someone just sent me an email, and they said, you know, uh, most reputable trainers, Warren, most reputable trainers recommend that you don't kiss a dog. So I said, I guess I'm not reputable. I guess I've only been doing this for 50 years, trained in every continent, every country, and over 40,000 animals, but I'm not reputable. So she posted this picture of this one guy from England saying, you should never kiss, and, and you cursing, and using word, the F word, cursing. you should never kiss a dog. Dogs are different than people. Dogs are dogs, and people are people. That's the problem. Those are the type of people that, that often follow. They give you uh, advice. But if you don't want to kiss your dog, don't. I'm not telling people to kiss their dog. I'm telling them I do, and if you want to, go ahead and do it anyway jack don't go anywhere i'm going to put you on hold i am going to send you for your dog an interesting product i am going to send you some arthrosuit gold and the reason i'm sending it to you is because it will really help with any hip and joint problems in the future as they get older so it's on its way to you and i appreciate that phone call 877-725-8255 a quick break we got barbara in delaware we got jackie in delaware oh two calls in delaware great time to call me 877-725-8255 okay you love your dog, you love your cat. You're listening to The Pet Show. Hopefully you've been trusting me for the last 50 some odd years. And if you are tired, I mean literally tired 
of your dog and cat's excessive shedding. If your dog or cat is constantly scratching and licking and making you crazy, remember, it's not comfortable for them either. The only product you need to resolve that for your dog or your cat is my 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treat. And here's why. It is so rich in antioxidants that my Hugs and Kisses can actually rebuild the total health of your dog or cat. I developed Hugs and Kisses for my own pets, and you know how much I love them. And it's now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin. That'll help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. As a matter of fact, your dogs and cats will have tremendous flexibility in their hips, joints, and bones. I added prebiotics as well as probiotics. Why both? Probiotics are great, but prebiotics feed probiotics, which makes the probiotics even work better. And they're both in the new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses. It will improve your dog or cat's gut health and give them the best digestion they can have. Hugs and Kisses supplements really work to prevent shedding, dry skin, and bare spots with just the right balance of antioxidant vitamins and minerals, including lecithin. That's why, that is why my Hugs and Kisses vitamin and mineral supplements are now an Amazon's choice. Not easy to get to, but they're now an Amazon's choice. You can order Hugs and Kisses supplements at Amazon.com. You can order Hugs and Kisses supplements at Walmart.com, or you can go directly to my website, thepetshow.com. Or if you prefer to talk to someone directly, call my office. Here's my office number, 1-800-430, and the word hugs, H-U-G-S. That's 1-800-430-H-U-G-S, 1-800-430-4847. Order today, watch your dog or cat improve from the inside out. Check out Hugs and Kisses at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, ThePetShow.com, or call my office, you can't forget this number, 1-800-430 and the word hugs. I'm Warren Eckstein, this is The Pet Show. I'm going to tell you about a dog I got. Born in Kansas City, I picked him up down in New Orleans. I thought he was so pretty. Come on, you know the Beatles never sounded so good. We are back on the pet show. I'm Warren Eckstein, 877-725-8255. Again, let me just remind everyone, check out my, my newer YouTube. I've had the YouTube channel for a while, but now I'm posting so if it is stuff like I didn't get to on today's show. You know I didn't get to all of it. I check out the YouTube channel. It'll be up there when I get off the air here. Here's my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein, E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N. Hey, Jackie in Delaware, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I could not be better. How can I help you? So um, I called her and... About my dog, Honey is her name, by the way, like the dog a couple of calls ago. Yeah, a couple um, of honeys today. <laughs> she, she's a good girl, I mean, for the most part. But we got her after losing a pug and a terrier. So we got a jug, a Jack Russell terrier mixed with a pug. Yeah. And I, I know a big part of it is our fault. We, you know, we have, a, we have five animals, two cats, three dogs. Anyway... Um, lots of rescues, but we got her and we did spoil her a bit. <laughs> um, she tugs on the leash, which you talked about earlier, and then, um, barks at anything that walks by. But our biggest issue is, her, you know, like they do sleep with us. So she growls if any of the animals touch her, jump on the bed while she's sleeping. And it wasn't a big deal when she was just growling, but lately she's also snapping at them 
I mean, to the point our 11-year-old black lab, Nick, because he's a rescue, he's afraid to jump on the bed at night. All right, here's the, here, well, here's the scenario, okay? Um, the, dog, the dog that you're talking about probably obviously had, had a horrible life before you, correct? Uh, no, the dog, we actually got her as a puppy. Um, our black lab was not. He was a rescue. How many, no, puppies we got- were, how many puppies were in the litter when you got this dog? Um, there were four, four puppies. Okay. And so now this puppy comes into your house. He gets a little growly with the other dogs. One of the dogs that's been sleeping on bed is not comfortable anymore because this dog is growling. So there's a couple of Mm -hmm. things you can do. What most trainers would tell you to do is tell the dog, no, stop it, knock it off and yell and scream at the dog. You're not going to want to do that because then you're reinforcing that the dog's doing something it should be doing. If you can practice getting into bed with all of them. And as soon as this new one starts to growl, he gets off the bed, he gets a little bit of a, a training session, then goes back on the bed. If he does it again, he goes off the bed till he realizes that that type of behavior will not be accepted. So you don't want to correct it by being negative because the more you yell or tell him no, you're actually reinforcing and, and making him more uh, assertive. So what you want to do is when he's growling, and the best way to stop a growl is to make sure you stop and establish some positive authority at that point. That will resolute. However, what you need to do at this point is as I said before you go to bed before you get into bed I would give this guy a tremendous amount of exercise tucker him out as much as you can before you go to sleep at night I would give him maybe a little extra food before you go to sleep not not more food I don't want to gain weight but just a you know a full belly helps dogs helps people helps all animals sleep better that's something else I would recommend as well and again one of the other things that you might want to try to do is maybe if this growling continues and I've worked with situations where at one time what I did is I got a special bed for that dog put it on the other side he slept in that bed and all the animals were real comfortable on the other side we're not going to go there you'll call me again before for that. But right now, I want you to start some of that, that basic leash and collar when he starts growling. As a matter of fact, what I'm going to do, Jackie, is I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to have Al pick up. I'm going to send you a copy also. Of, I know I'm giving a lot of books away today, how to get your dog to do what you want. I want you to focus on the growling. It's not aggressive behavior. It's really not aggressive. It, it's kind of more assertive. And I think it goes back to, to even though you went through a honeymoon period, which you all do with puppies. But then I think right now he's establishing himself uh, in the bed. And you can't accept that, especially when you have so many other rescue dogs with you. Great call, by the way. 877-725-8255. The phone number, quick break, then right back to your calls. You know, for several years now, you heard me recommend Lucy Pet Food. And people say, Warren, why do you recommend Lucy Pet Food? First of all, it's the food I feed my own pets. Second of all, and this is important, very often when you buy dog food, you have no idea where it's manufactured. They might have a post office box on the bag. It could be manufactured by a, a plant somewhere in the Midwest that makes maybe 40 or 50 different brands of dog food. That's not the case with Lucy Pet Food. That's just another reason. Lucy Pet Food is manufactured right here in Southern California. And listen to what I'm going to say carefully at their own plant with their own laboratory. That's what makes the difference. As a matter of fact, it's only like a half hour from my house. I'm in fact, in about three or four months, I'll be broadcasting from their laboratory and their location. That's what makes Lucy Pet, Lucy Pet Food so safe. And by the way, it has that prebiotic and probiotic balance uh, as well, which is critical. And it's being used by police departments, military, uh, rescues, shelters, uh, all across America. And the results I get every day are amazing. But I want you to actually hear from a listener and what they have to say once they started using Lucy Pet on uh, their pets. I have a comment about Lucy, but I have a kitty um, who 
is a total indoor spoiled little kitty, and I didn't buy Lucy because it was only in the salmon, and he's just a chicken guy. But I thought I'll get it because he keeps biting his tail, and his tail was disappearing. So my husband said, just order it. And we've had it for two weeks, and he devours it, and he's looking better. And so I'm a believer in the Lucy stuff, too. You and everyone else that tried Lucy Pet Food because it makes all the difference in the world. If you want to be one of those people calling me and bragging about how your pets are looking better since being on Lucy Pet Food, you can. Uh, Lucy Pet Food, by the way, the food I feed my own pets, is available at Amazon.com. It's available at Chewy.com. Many and many independent pet stores as well. So check out Lucy Pet Food. Feed your dogs what I feed mine. I'm telling you, it's going to make all the difference in the world. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on the Pet Show on Warren Action. Just a reminder, I know we're running out of time. I'm not going to have time to take another call. But a lot of the topics I wanted to talk about are now available for you on my YouTube channel. So I advise you to go there. It doesn't cost you anything to subscribe. Great information there. It's YouTube.com slash my name, which is Warren Eckstein, E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N. I want to talk about this for a minute or so. What your dog senses can tell you a lot about your own emotions. Dogs can help us recognize our own emotional states. Many people who have chronic anxiety may not even be aware that they're walking around in fight, flight, or freeze mode. A dog that's in tune with how you exhibit stress or fear can help signal the onset of these emotions and actually help you better work through feelings of anxiety. It's also important to acknowledge that dogs can feed off your energy. You know, so very often when I was doing a lot of training, and I had the largest school back on the East Coast many years ago, I would spend an equal amount of time with the family as I would with the pet. Because very often, by looking at the family, the, the, the energy of the family, the consistency of the family, it would be indicative to me in terms of how the dog may be responding and why they may be responding that way. You know, your mental health and that of your dog are both important. If you take note of how your dog is behaving, you might learn more about your own mood and mental state than expected. I often joke about this, but I mean it seriously. If I were to spend five or ten minutes with your dog or cat, I would probably probably know more about you than you would ever want me to know. Because dogs and cats do, in fact, mirror our emotions. They mirror our personalities. You may not want to admit it, but again, your dog or your cat is more like you than you may believe. And in some cases, I think that's a good thing. Hey, you know, check out the website, thepetshow.com. Until next week, you know what to do. Give all of your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. One between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein, and thank you for listening to The Pet Show. Go, go, go!